French fried potatoes. One potato, two potatoes, three potatoes, four, five potatoes, six potatoes, seven potatoes, one potato, two potatoes, three potatoes, four, five potatoes, six potatoes, seven potatoes, more. Potatoes. Welcome to the Potato League Podcast with your hosts, Dan and Tom. Thanks, DJ. Thank you, DJ. Welcome to episode 333. We're firing right up this morning. Um, it's usually we sit here and bullshit for a minute. Why are we so loud? Or was yeah. that me just yelling? All right, good. Uh, it's been one, two weeks? Feels like it's been more than that. I feel like it's only been two, though. But it has only been two. You're right. We just skipped Easter last week. I wasn't sure if you were already going to be gone. No, we leave tomorrow. Yep. Where we drive down to Portland tomorrow night. Stay in Portland for the night and then fly out like 6 a.m. Tuesday. So, so we'll be arriving in Portland a couple hours after you leave. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, we are going uh, to Boston next week. Dan is going to uh, Austin. Yes. <laughs> Those two rhyme. Um, sorry. I had a very long two days. Well, we both had a very long Friday. Uh, fun day Ooh. murdered me. I was yeah. struggling after, and I didn't even do anything. I was just on my feet all day. Yeah, uh, you, you should have seen the boys at practice that night. <laughs> pooped. Oh my god, uh, they were was, exhausted. There was a lot of red faces at the end of the day. Yeah, uh, it was good. Yeah. Um and also like just the entire rest of the night, my head is just going thump, yeah. thump, thump, because it yeah. was just screaming. You still hear the from... phantom screams. Yeah. Of children. <laughs> <laughs> well, that gym is so acoustically horrifying yep. like you can't understand what anyone's saying but at the same time everything is so loud yeah it's it's such a weird room space acoustically yeah because yeah, it's funny because like when jack and i were setting up the the pa so it could play music he's like now don't turn it up too loud please he's yeah. like most of these people don't here don't understand that you can't play music through this regularly the bass is gonna blow this damn thing right out yes he's like this is such a terrible pa system. yes and like, it always has yep. been it's, yeah. We need an acoustical engineer to come in and look at it. Well, I mean, it, when they're having assemblies and stuff like that, you, you could have your microphone all you want. You can't understand a goddamn word they're saying. Oh, no, I always love it, too, when we get the speakers. Like, I'm naturally loud, so I'm not going to use the mic. I'm like, <laughs> okay, pal. The volume isn't the point, dude. It's yeah. by the time it reaches your ears, as if it bounces off this fucking weird-shaped roof, mm -hmm. it's just a garbled mess. Yep. But, uh -huh. So, the, the, welcome to um, Acoustic Talk. Gym, uh, high school gym acoustic talk. Eighth grade science waves. Uh, are you still on waves? Yes, because I've been, I've been having them do a project. Yeah. Because uh, May we start doing those new testing things for like. Oh, two, May's going to be a wash. For like a few weeks. So, yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to start getting into light waves and then be like, all right, well, we'll pick this up with a week left to school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, we'll talk about this again in June. Yeah. Uh, you so, kids just aren't going to learn anything about wavelength. Light waves in eighth grade. Congratulations, kids. Um, That's what you get for being on like your fifth you know, science teacher this year. Right. <laughs> uh, have you noticed the new letterbox features? A couple of them. I noticed one randomly the other day, but now I completely forget what it was. Uh, they don't ever do like announcements, which is really no. weird because I get like the your letterbox list for the week, you know, where it sums up my activity. Why don't they ever tell me about the new fucking features yeah. in the email? Like they do for video games. Yeah. Release patch notes or whatever. Yeah. 
Um, Update some shit. Let us know. Yeah, there's there's like a, a whole team of people for like Call of Duty. That's their job. Yeah, <laughs> is to let people know what's coming. Well, because gamers are loud and they bitch. So yeah, kind of have to have some. That's like PR. Uh, was it perhaps the? Let's see. They they added a couple stats. They added uh, to your. They added longest streak. Uh, no, which I is did not see that. And two plus film days. Oh, I'm terrified of this. Oh, yours is very high. <laughs> your, I was surprised. My, okay, so mine is uh, two plus film days, 105. So this was the since stats, 2019. All, you're on your all time. Yeah. Yes, it has all to be right. all time. The longest streak. I'm just learning this morning because it doesn't tell you on the app, but on the desktop one, you can see it. Uh, longest streak <laughs> is in your your two film days, like five hundred and something. Four hundred and sixty-two yeah. film days. I was surprised. Mine was a hundred and five, and my my longest streak is a hundred and fifty-nine weeks. I've watched at least a movie a week for three years. Well, and. Mine is 43, and I find that hard to believe. Not that it would have started when they say it started, which was like 2021. I'll have to go back through and look. Was there there, there had, was there a week last year when I didn't watch? There might have been. There might have been. There might have been in the summer, because I, I dropped quite a bit. I know summer. there was about... For me, there, it was like six months into using this when we, when we moved into the house. There was like a week where I didn't watch a movie, because we had moved. Right. And that was the last time, which makes sense because that's about we moved into the house in February three years ago, so that makes sense. So I have watched. Oh yeah, okay. I've yeah. watched at least a movie a week, pretty much every year. We've every which, week we've lived in that house. Which see, I, that's not a streak that like it's as far as, as well, like the watching one a week thing. Like anyone who uses Letterbox, like they're not going to care about that. I yeah. want to know, like, even if it's going to be a much smaller Longest number. consecutive days. Yeah. Yeah, that would be way more interesting to I me. I mean, I do like the two-plus film days. I do, too. I kind of want to see it expand. <laughs> like, how many days have you watched five movies, you lazy motherfucker? Oh, I've never done that. Oh, I have. Uh, I think the most I've ever done letterbox-wise is three. Um, yeah, I was because I was even surprised that my two was, because um, mine's 105. Uh, once I looked into it, I wasn't that, it wasn't that surprising. Because a lot of times... I've always got like two or three movies going that mm-hmm. I'm like a, a ways into and I watch 20 minutes at a time. So it's not surprising for me to have watched the last 20 minutes of something in the morning on a weekend. Yeah. And then at night watch a whole movie. So I guess it's not that surprising. But yeah, I'd way rather see uh, day streaks. Oh, the other thing that they added was uh, how many different directors. Oh, they've, they've added directors to that now? But there's nothing to like click on. No. But... I wish you could click on it and just see all of the directors you've watched and then yeah. ranked by how many of each. I mean, sort of like, you know, <laughs> further down. Wow. I've watched 1,300 different directors. I believe that. How many movies total? 2,063. Okay, so... That's actually a... a you, that would about, be interesting to see. What's your, what would your that's percentage about 60, be? About, about 60%? 65%. 65%. Um, and mine's 389 out of... 566, so about the same. Yeah. Interesting. That's nuts. I wonder... What's that? About one point... That just tells me I need to... That just tells me I need to do, like, more Spielberg deep dives type of thing. So that would be, like, 1.4 per director? Something like that, yeah. 
We're substitute not, science teachers, not substitute math teachers. Oh, I wait, do th- I, I do that too. Yeah. <laughs> I was that too, yeah. Damn it. That's actually my real job. <laughs> um Interesting. Uh, I hadn't, and I wish you you could actually. I was hoping you could on the desktop version. Maybe you, you will could, at some point. That where you could click like, on it and then see them all. Because well, I mean, I want yeah, because it shows you your top. Yes, and still, I want I want this to be way because you can only like actors and directors. You can only see twenty. Yeah, I want to see like my top one hundred of both, and how many? Because. Uh, I was impressed with myself. Well, not impressed with myself. That's probably not it. I can't believe I've only logged ten Scorsese films. It's surprising I'll have to when you. That. Yeah, we were talking about After Hours uh, yes. Friday. It's that's funny because exciting. I have never. That has. That's one that I, I haven't since I've been keeping an eye on it. It's never anywhere. It's never yeah. streaming anywhere. It's never on sale. Um, something. Yeah. I still have an old like one of the first DVDs of it that came out. They've never I don't know if it's ever been out on Blu-ray. Some license must have just lapsed because Man. it is now on it's streaming on something, I think HBO, like as of like last week. Yeah. Uh it's 4.99 this week yeah. on Vudu and then there was something else. And uh, like and this was something I never saw anywhere. I never in yeah. all the things I scroll and follow on Twitter, I had never seen it pop up anywhere for anything. Um, and then all of a sudden, this last week, so some license expired. That yeah. was probably some from some defunct fucking yeah. thing that had the license. One to of that the movie. one of the one of the songs <laughs> in it had a, you know was owned by Something. a guy who was just like, I'm never letting it be streamed <laughs> until I die. And he dropped dead yeah. last week. Yeah, so I I, it's one of those things where you're waiting for something to either stream or be 4.99. Who the fuck is Gray Deleasel? She's a voice actress. She's oh, a, okay. she's the voice of uh, Daphne, okay. but she also does. She's Lois a lot. In oh, a lot okay, of, in a lot of DC. I'm stuff. like I, re- I recognize all your top person. I'm like, who the fuck is that? Yeah. Uh, yes, she's most famous for being the voice of Daphne. Mm-hmm. Um, I only have five white men in my top twenty actors. Now the Koreans really, yeah. <laughs> really help out my diversity. Um, Let's see who mine is in the actors. But I was kind of surprised by that. Uh, uh, yeah, I am not nearly as diverse. Let's see, my top is Nick Cage, Tom Hanks, Samuel Jackson, Brad Pitt, Ben Affleck, Mads Mikkelsen, Willem Dafoe, J.K. Simmons, Buscemi, Stephen Root. I love that Stephen Root. I've watched. I like that one. Stephen Root films. My God, how? Because he's just in fucking everything. Wow. Does, yeah. <laughs> does watching Office Space a bunch count? Uh, Woody Harrelson, Tom right. Cruise, Ed Harris, Nicole are. Kidman, Bill Murray, Vin Diesel, <laughs> Stanley Tucci, you have Robert almost, Downey Jr., and Donald Sutherland bringing up the rear. You have almost Whoa. exclusively white men. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What are we... I mean... Yeah, other than Sam Jackson Nine, and Nicole Kidman. 18 out of 20. Pretty good, Dan. Yep. And all my white guy directors. I think our direct. Well, other than oh, actually, I don't have a lot of. Obviously, not a lot of those two. I shouldn't say obviously, but uh, not like, a lot of. Well, thank Hill. you, Spike Lee, for existing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mine. Actually, I don't know who's in. See, the DC. I, I've got uh, uh, an Asian guy up there because he directs a, a lot of DC movies, and then. Uh, Couple Koreans, three of three Koreans. Yeah, four. Um, 
Yeah. Cohen's. Stuff like yep. that. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, they also added... I don't think this button was here before the C in Diary underneath your... Oh. Uh, some of your like, See, movie th- lists. No, that's handy. Um, and then you can click it and it goes right to when you watch them in your diary. I don't think these averages were posted. Like my average score yeah. that I've given 90s movies is a 4.24. I'll of mine is the 70s. Is it? Yeah. That's a good segue, Dan, because yeah. uh, we had talked a couple weeks ago about making doing a bunch of 70s at some yeah. point. Uh, I started making a list um, and it's the list is every 70s movie that I have on some watch list mm. that I haven't seen yet. So that's all that's on this list. Doesn't mean re- rewatches can't be thrown on there. I think yeah. there might be one. But I mean, we could easily just go, okay, I'm going to watch The Godfather. Godfather y- yeah. 2. Dog Day Afternoon. Uh, you know, the staples. Uh, yeah, so I yeah I don't have anything on here that I've seen. And most of this stuff is pretty available. Uh, or I have it. So... Uh, Get Carter, The Anderson State uh, Tapes, Duck, You Sucker, uh, The Mechanic, Last of Sheila, Blue Collar, Capricorn One, Night Moves, Yakuza, Serpico, China, China Syndrome, Syndrome, which is on its way. It started shipping Friday. Nice, from England. Yeah. We'll uh, see it in a few weeks. Winter Kills, I don't even remember what that is, but I put it on a list. Yeah, I think I sent you the link for that when okay. we were talking about it on the Conspiracy oh, right, right, yes. list. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Uh, Dog Day Afternoon, Mean Streets, The Getaway, The Odessa File. I don't know where that came from either. It's got John Voight in it though. So and Maximilian Schell. Uh, Day of the Jackal. Uh, I for Icarus. Don't know what that is either. But I put it on a list. Huh. Must never, be never it, even heard of it. It must be good. Andromeda Strain, uh, The Ascent, Black Sunday, Badlands, Deer Hunter, The Sting. And then uh, four Bruce, Bruce Lee's. Lee's the big boss. Uh, Arrow is putting, they just announced they're putting out a huge fucking Bruce Lee, like 10 disc 4K set. Wow. Yeah, they're putting like multiple cuts of shit on it. Because apparently there's multiple cuts. But yeah. So big boss, yeah. Fist of Fury. Um, what the hell does that say? What's the way of the dragon? Be- What's the one before Enter the Dragon? Okay, the way of the dragon. Yeah, way of the dragon. I guess. <clears throat> like, and a big boss has like a ma- a Mandarin cut, or they're calling it, or something. That's just, oh, nice. Yeah. I I will likely get it when Arrow does a half price sale, which they do from time to time. Yeah. it's it's a big. I mean, a ten disc four K set is pricey. Yeah. But it's so fucking cool looking. Um. So yeah, any of those uh, stand out? Oh yeah, um, uh, Black Sunday. That's I. Is that the Bava? Uh, oh, no, that's the um, um, Frankenheimer, yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah, that one, someone's just released I think Arrow's releasing that too. Uh, Serpico's getting a 4K from Kino Warber soon. Mechanic just got a 4K from Kino Warber. I, I love that a lot of these boutique levels are like really hammering the 70s right now because there's so much fucking content there. Yeah, and, and uh, it's funny that it has kind of coincided because I mean I didn't know about any of that shit that we've just kind of started that I've just kind of gravitated towards those uh, this year with with what I had planned to start watching anyway, and then it has just kind of bled into other things. Yeah, 
because if I was going to do, uh, if my idea at the beginning of the year was uh, journalism and noir, I was going to hit a lot of 70s naturally. Yep. Um, and then it's just kind of yeah. gone out from there. Because uh, well, uh, luckily we've had Blu-ray now around long enough that they can, because what happened with like when VHS switched over to DVD, that was like when the end of the 90s and the early 2000s, there was just a glut of movies, so a lot of that older shit just got ignored with releases. And if you did get released, like Dog Day Afternoon had a Blu-ray, a DVD release, but it was like a, one of those fucking keep case bullshit things. Yeah. So I love now that like the format's been out long enough, and I think they've reached the point where they know like, because like Best Buys and I guess Targets are now pulling their Blu-rays out too. Like all these stores are really pull, are pulling their Blu-rays out because no one's buying them in the store anymore. So all these boutique level labels are like, fuck, we can release whatever we want now. Because <laughs> people, people aren't buying new releases on Blu-ray as much. So they can really dive into these catalog tiles. So I, I bet they get way cheaper. Yeah. Uh, I'm concerned about not being able to yeah, get stuff. Yeah, I mean... I mean, to the point where... Because uh, eventually it feels like the they're really dwindling on players, too. That's the part I would worry about more, I feel yes. like. That eventually they'll stop making DVD players and Blu-ray players. Yeah. Yeah. When that happens, Dan will be stockpiling. I'll, I will be that guy who has, like, seven DVD or Blu-ray players like a, in his closet. A unopened. brand new one, yeah. Yeah, just waiting. Yeah. Because um, I was looking... Because the... Uh, what I use down here is a PS4 Pro. And it doesn't... It can't play. It will uh, stream in 4K, but it can't uh, play 4K discs. Mm -hmm. So I was going. To, I was looking at maybe getting a player or something, but I wanted one that could replace the PlayStation, so it had to be able to stream everything. Mm -hmm. there, yeah, they don't. It's like there's a couple of them, but they like have they have like three streaming services, and they're locked into that. You can't put any more than that on it. It's yeah. like. If I can't get Voodoo, then I don't want it. Yeah, you know. But it's like Netflix, Disney, and Prime or something. That's why I use and the, nothing else. That's why I use the Roku for that shit. <laughs> and it, and down here, that's complicated because of the speakers yeah. and and uh, the monitor and stuff. So I I wanted like an all in one thing because I got a Roku sitting yeah. right over there. I don't think that shit exists anymore. Like yeah, having that something sucks. that can just play everything. Well, yeah. it does. It's a PS Five because yeah. that that's where I landed. I was like, if I if I really want to do that. I have to buy a PS5, another PS5. Yeah. Because the the player that would be able to do that is like $900. Mm -hmm. It's a Panasonic something, something, yeah. something. But I guess it's great. Fucking better be for $1,000, but I'm not going to pay that. No, because like every other thing, it will eventually stop working after about three. Right. So, yeah, that, that's, what, that's what concerns me uh, with that is... Um, Especially newer, like yeah. as the 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 like the 4K ones, you know, as the technology gets better and, and better. And the best thing with 4K, 4K is region free. Yeah. There is no locked for regions for 4K yeah. yet. So that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yep. No, all all 4Ks are region free. I wonder why. Like what? Probably because they didn't exist when they set those what's rules. Ah, uh, yes. There you go. It huh. hasn't been. Re I mean, at some point we will get. This. So if it be, that's the thing. It's not. 4K isn't taking over like Blu-ray did when it comes to the formats. Right. It's still very 
I don't know what the sales percentages are, but it's still pretty low in comparison to like all physical format media. Well, and I, I, I wonder if that is due to a lack of entry-level 4K players. Yeah. Like, you have to have a 4K player to, and I'm sure yeah. a lot of, I'm sure your average person is just like, I have a Blu-ray player. Yeah. Or, I don't need the 4K. You know, I gotta yeah, buy, my, my a, I gotta buy stream, a whole new one. Everything <laughs> streams 4K, why do I want need to go buy right. a 4K player? So... Because again, the average... The average movie viewer is not like us, where they're, where they're like, fuck, I need to watch Blue Collar. It's not streaming anywhere. What the fuck? You know? <laughs> exactly. Most people will be like, oh, I'll just watch something else. Well, I, I got, not to get deep, but I, I thought a lot about that this week, that kind of that, uh, what you're talking about. And I, because I watched a couple things this week that I was thinking, never in a million years would I have watched these unless... We were talking about stuff, and mm. I had, and I, I was using Letterboxd. Um, not specifically Letterboxd, but just like tracking mm. my movies and keeping an eye on them. I would have never watched. What the fuck did I watch? Uh, I would have never watched Harper. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. I never even fucking heard of Harper until like three months ago. Yeah. Uh, it's fine, by the way. Yeah. Uh, have you seen I, it? No. It's, it's. It looks like a 60s TV show. No. That's what it looks like. Hmm. It's not... Eh, whatever. Uh, but yeah, I never would have watched that. I never would have, wa- would have watched uh, Murder My Sweet. Like, yep. that never would have happened. Uh, so I'm glad that we uh, that we are doing this because... Uh, but the downside is uh, I can't watch shitty stuff anymore. Like mm. It's I hard. A, I have a very hard time. Yeah. And I finally get... Like what douchebags talk about when they say that like their taste has been refined, mm. it literally has been. Mm. I know that sounds super douchey. Yeah, but like, I'm at the point where I just can't fucking take it. Yeah, if it I have sucks. a lot less patience if something sucks and like is poorly made. Yeah, cause and like because it's all I'll think about. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, why is this doing this? Yeah, there's no reason for that. It, this should be better. <laughs> I mean. I, but what we're not saying is like if there's obvious like, hey, look, they were working with. $200,000. Yeah, exactly. And the stuff that I watch at film festivals <laughs> and they're making it for next to nothing using their friends. Yeah. Those have reasons to maybe not be great because there's limitations. But uh, when I see like, I'll just use, I don't know, fucking Ryan Reynolds as an example. Yeah. When I see like a $100 million Ryan Reynolds film that sucks, I'm just like, why? I don't have, your, why I don't have the patience. Suck? <laughs> um, I'm going to go watch Coppola again. <laughs> right. Where's it's, my William Friedkin list? Yeah, like, well, that's the other thing. I mean, we've I've talked about this a lot. Like, when we think about, like, how, like, my rate, our ratings skew high, well, that's good because I am intentionally yeah. <laughs> watching better movies. Yeah. Um, the the funny thing is, is this, this has all but wiped out an entire genre of movies for me, which is the... Even good stuff in the genre like old school yeah. and dodgeball, that kind of comedy is like wiped out of my the stuff certain coworkers recommend. <laughs> yes, exactly those. Yeah. I judge people when they say stuff like that. Yeah. I know we're, we're turning into such pretentious. Oh, things. it really? It's not. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Um, I even like. Uh, uh, Avoided, or I have. I've, I've been getting more into it. Uh, I'll talk about that in a minute with 
I've avoided like what we, you and I call VHS movies, movies that we bought in the 90s and watched a thousand times. Mm. I've even avoided stuff like that for even good movies until very recent. What did I watch a couple weeks ago? Primal Fear? Yeah. Yeah, and that kind of kicked it off. I watched Primal Fear, and then I watched uh, A Few Good Men, mm. Speed, stuff mm. like that, um, which I'll hold up pretty well, actually. Yeah, there's a, uh, again, there, so there's a reason I love the 90s movies so yeah. much. There's so many, like that... Stuff like Speed, which had no right to be as good as it was, exactly was good, right? Because that type of film doesn't get made anymore. Primal Fear. I was thinking that exact thing. Primal Fear doesn't get made and released theatrically anymore. You know, right? It has to be like either a super high concept or very, very, or a horror movie, or you know, or as safe as safe can be. Yes. Is it a recognizable IP? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, just in general, I was thinking a lot about that this week. Man, I've turned into a douche because now I get I get the the, the film bros, the refined yeah. part of it. And and look, I'm not even like as pretentious as it gets. I mean, far from it. I'm far oh, from the. There's one guy. Oh, I'll have to I'll have to find him and send you a link because he's on YouTube and he's. He t- he's he's good. Yeah. Like he talks about good films in a very educated way. But you just look at him and you're like, I want to punch him. Man, I would hate you. He wears like <laughs> the bl- like the black long sleeve turtleneck and oh, he's yeah. always talking the way just the way he talks. You're just like, you're the kid in film class that yeah. everyone fucking hates. Yeah. And um, you thought everyone loved you. Yeah. But. His channel's really good because he talks about movies I want to talk about, yeah, and want to hear about. Yep, and it's and it's this type of stuff that other people aren't necessarily talking about. Right, like, he'll be the one who'll, be, who'll go on for fifteen minutes about you know the wages of war and come and see. Yeah, you know where the 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 general viewing audience would be like, oh fuck you, dude. Yeah. and we're like, no, he's making sense. Yeah, fuck you and your Russian war movies. Yeah, but that's what he does. Uh, yeah, I, I. And now we're kind of him. I know. I so I have I have uh, kind of cringed at, at that thought in the last week, but also like, I don't know. It's just been uh, I've watched more movies in the last five years than probably the. 15 before it. And you watched better movies. Oh, yes. Way better. <laughs> way better. Because um, if you don't... if you, It sounds dumb. If you don't look for them, you won't you won't find them. Mm-hmm. Um, and you will just watch whatever drivel... Well, it's one of the reasons like, I love you know the Screen Drafts podcast. Because yeah. there's... It, that's why it surprised me so much. Because there's usually... Usually, like, there's usually two or three people drafting. And there's always, like, one, like, chaos goblin... You know, who was just like, I'm going to throw fucking movies into here you've never heard of, and I'm going to veto the one you think is the best one ever. And, you know, you find out some really interesting films that way, and that's why I was really disappointed that the 70s one is like, nope, yeah, it was like, that's pretty, everything I Pretty much right down the middle, be. yeah. But even in their off-cast, you know, they threw a few in there that I was like, oh, oh, that's interesting. Because, like, it's funny, because even the way you mentioned the films that, like, I wouldn't have watched before, they're doing the Anne, they just did the Anne Hathaway draft. And I'm like... Number one film was Devil War, Devil's Wear Prada. Yeah. And I'm like, I've still never seen that. I guess it's pretty good. Yeah. I've heard it's good. Yeah, and that's... And it's I think Meryl, Robin's seen it. It's Meryl Streep. Yeah. It's Anne Hathaway. It's fucking Emily Blunt. I like everybody involved. Yeah. It was just one of those, like, I was like, nope, not watching that. And now I'm like, oh, I should probably watch it. But I went to go watch it on streaming, 
not available to stream anywhere. Yeah. Unless you pay like five bucks to rent it or like twelve ninety nine to own it. I'm like, who's who who's paying twelve ninety nine for Devil Wears Prada? Someone. Because I feel like if you went if you're in the mood to watch Devil Wear Devil Wears Prada and you didn't see it, you are like, alright, I'm just gonna go watch this other Anne Hathaway movie. <laughs> you know, there must be I'll just somewhere. go watch Ella Enchanted. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or <laughs> Princess Diaries. The Princess Diaries. I remember liking the Princess Diaries. Tilly, that, that was Tilly, up there. That was high on the list. Tilly like, and I watched that. Yeah, they're like it's you know it's way better than you expected. And I guess the sequel's pretty good too. I wasn't going to admit it, but I've seen them both. Yeah. No, I guess like, <coughs> they're like Chris Pine's very very charming yeah, in the second good. one. They're good. Yeah. So, so one of the Pat they're Daniels exactly like, who they're like they've they got really great sexual chemistry in a film that's quite <laughs> chaste. <laughs> Uh, they're exactly what you think they are. Yeah. Um, but they're good. But yeah, I mean, it's one of the reasons I, li- I listen to that podcast is because I get movies that I'm like, oh yeah, I should probably go and rewatch that. And every time it happens, there's a draft. I, I listen to it and I'm like, yep, I need to go watch like three of those, which reminds me they announced their, I think it's their May list and, uh, they're doing, um, a Bong Joon-ho super draft. Really? Where they will rank all his films. Interesting. Yeah. I bet that, that one I bet will be interesting. I mean, it's not hard to rank them. But. No, but that's one where someone's going to be like, fuck you, the host is number one. Yeah, And I probably. will die on this hill yeah, to get the host probably. number one. That would be that would be the only one that you could make an out of a crazy argument for, though. Yeah. You could make the argument for the host. I mean, it's not, but you could make the argument Someone for Someone will make that argument yeah. and start using their you veto could, powers. You couldn't do it with any of the other ones that are not in that top three. No. Really. You can't... Oak just cute, but... Yeah. I'm I'm very much looking forward to that one. I think it'll be yeah. good. Um, the, oh, the Princess Diaries. The funny thing that I was thinking about that the Princess Diaries says is the classic. Uh, we put glasses on her and made her hair frizzy. Isn't she ugly? Mm-hmm. Nope, she's still Anne Hathaway. <laughs> still Anne Hathaway. Um, how did we get there? Oh, we were talking about being douchebags with movies. Um, 70s list, we're done with the... Are we going through movie, uh, what, we, what we watch now? Ah, uh, sure, might as well. Uh, I watched uh, It Man, the... Yeah. Yeah, I guess it was the, the week after. We, we had already recorded. Um, that was good. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Have you... I have not conquered any of the sequels. They're super available, and there's a shitload of them. There's a, there's, there's a bunch long since Donnie Yen has stopped. Oh yeah! Them. Oh yeah! There's like Return it, 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 of yeah. It Man and, and but again because he, Hitman he's, the he, beginning he's and, a person yeah anybody can make a film about him yeah you know? um the most recent one I saw was like he's like a teenager or some shit like he goes all the way Hitman, back the beginning <laughs> yeah that's I think that if that's not the title it's very close to that oh I, I would have no doubt um and like I said I watched a few good men uh. It's still good. I mean, it's Sorkin, so some of the dialogue is just eye rolly. Because uh, some of the, mm-hmm. some of the magnanimous uh, monologues are just a little. Okay, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> you you got you got excited with your typewriter that day, and it's tough because he needs certain type of actors to yeah. really pull off his things. Because Demi Moore doesn't do it. Demi Moore can. She can't do, do it. it. No. Uh, because when she does that, it, it does it. it. Like, I felt embarrassed yeah. for her when and she does the, the thing. She yells at him at the softball field. I just 
cringe. Yeah, I was like, this is awful. I mean, this is when Sorkin was still new. Yeah. I mean, like, I think I think maybe by this point, American president might have come out. No. No? Is it this, American president after? Like, 95. So, yeah, it, it, was this, like, one of his first produced screenplays? I think so. It must have been, because, yeah, American president's 95. Um... God, I hate the fucking website. Writer. Uh, what year was Malice? Malice? I think it was 91. 93. Nope, 93. So, yeah, it was. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. So, people really didn't know what to make of him. He had... Yeah, because he had done some television, I think. West Wing oh, yes. yet. Yeah. But he had he, done TV work. Yeah. So, it's not like he was... Hey, this is a Sorkin film. This is how Sorkin dialogue goes. You need to talk like this a whole lot, and you know. And it was a play first, yeah. So there's that angle too. It very much reads like a play. Yeah. Uh, when it reads like a play when you're watching it. Uh, but yeah, Demi Moore. It's it's tough. Demi Moore was such a favorite of the '90s. Yeah. I still have. I mean, G.I. Jane. She was pretty good in. But I have yet to rewatch. Anything in my '90s rewatches where I'm just like, she fucking owned this. Yeah, she was, she was a just a good middle of the road popular actress. Yeah, you know she wasn't gonna tank a film, but she sure as fuck wasn't gonna make the film either. Are you saying that she's not the one that brought down uh, nothing but trouble? <laughs> no, <laughs> that was not her fault. No, not nothing but trouble was not. I blame her that fault. on Dan Aykroyd. Jeez, woof. That movie sucks. Um, how did I get here? Uh, oh, I'll talk about that last. Um, and then the aforementioned speed. Speed is uh, cheesy in spots and, yep. and super dumb. And did you totally forget the whole last act? I did. Me too. I did. I was Because I was like, oh wait, there's like 30 minutes left and yeah, they're off the bus. I totally forgot the whole train thing. <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? Wait, did is, is this is this a director's cut? <laughs> didn't we just do this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on a bus. Yeah, I totally yeah. forgot when I rewatched it. I totally forgot that there was an actual train involved. Yeah, they're they're really only on the bus for an hour. Yeah. I mean, you feel like you your memory thinks they were on the bus the entire time. No, they weren't. <laughs> uh, they weren't on the bus for the first ten minutes, and they're not on the bus for the last thirty. Um, it's still good. It's it's, it's cheesy, yeah. It's but, a very um, good, solid '90s action flick. I I had a little like, well, not a little, uh, quite a streak of very different movies, um, and several of them, while well, they were all in the range of three and a halfs and fours, and I kept having to remind myself, you're not judging these against each other because you can't look at uh, Speed and Murder My Sweet getting the same exact score and think that they're being graded yeah. the same way. Exactly. Because they're very much not. Um, Murder My Sweet is, uh, I think actually Big Sleep, no, it didn't come out before it. So Murder My Sweet was the first uh, Raymond Chandler, Philip Marlowe adaptation uh, that was made into a movie. It was 1944. Uh, the one, the 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 more famous one is The Big Sleep, because it's Humphrey, Bo Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall. <clears throat> I will take Murder, My Sweet any day of the week. That is a better movie. Murder, My Sweet is really good. Uh, I haven't watched that in fucking forever. It's super good. Yeah. Um, the Big Sleep is... I have, a, I, have a, I have a really hard time taking Humphrey Bogart seriously. Me too. 
Okay, good. I know he was like the biggest. I don't get it. <laughs> Especially like tough guy rules. Yes, he looks like such a schlub. Time. <laughs> he reminds me of my grandpa. You know? And I don't get why 19 year old Lauren Bacall was interested in him. Yeah, no. He was 46. Yeah. At the time. Mm-hmm. She's 19 in this and, movie. And he is an old looking 40. Like, yes. We're 47. Yes, he looks like, yes, he looks like 1940s. 46. Yeah, which means he looks like he's like hour 70. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because these guys all started smoking when they were 8. Yeah. And, uh, big surprise, Humphrey Bogart dropped dead at like 57 or something like that. Probably looked like he was 90. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I'm i going to watch uh, Treasure of the Sierra Madre this week. Because that's that and see, Casablanca yeah, see, are for, the... Yeah, Casablanca is another tough... It's Again, it's one of the greatest movies ever made, but he... I'm just like... I don't buy it. Treasures of the Sierra Madre, I think, is probably my favorite bogey because it seems more fitting for him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because he's not... He's not a romantic lead for 19-year-old Warren. <laughs> Come on! Uh, yeah, I... Uh, so, yeah, I, I want to watch that this week, and I, I, I still haven't gotten to Casablanca. I, I should, well, the reason I don't is because... It's always on HBO, so I've never bought it. So it's never like yeah, when I'm going through my I voodoo. I feel like that will always be on. Well, yeah. maybe not when HBO changes to Max. Don't even get me started on that. I, but I, yeah, HBO. Uh, yeah, that is a baffling decision. Yeah. Baffling. Yeah, <laughs> especially when all your most of your catalog is Warner Brothers, which is currently c- celebrating its 100th year anniversary of existing, and they don't rebrand HBO Max to even note. That they have pretty much Warner Brothers back catalog, they just call it's, it. It's insane. Max. It's like they took all, everything that was recognized, all their recognizable options, yeah, and took the least recognizable option. Yeah. And I saw a bunch of people on Twitter that were just like, "Makes me think of Cinemax." Yeah, is that what you want? Yeah, like what are you doing? Yeah. It doesn't even make sense. They have HBO has been around for a long time, and for most of it, when you hear HBO, you think Prestige TV. And a lot of movies. And getting every movie that comes out. Yep. That's what comes to your head. And they're like, no, Max is good. We're yeah. going to cut the HBO right off it. I mean, at the end of the day, it does not fucking matter. But it just is a baffling decision. Yeah. yeah. That surely a lot of people got paid a lot of money to oh, make. Yeah. That just, it just screams like, you know, nitwit executive. Like, just came up with that. Like some bro dude who's like, no, 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 Max. Yeah, we, so want, we got the most. We want it to be. I, I'm, I'm wondering if it was just like we want it to be its own thing and not be tied to the past or something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. it yeah. It. it, it it's a, a baffling uh, marketing choice. Yeah. Hey again. Okay. I'm okay. Warner Brothers. Hundred yeah. years. Let's not even mention Warner Brothers in the title. Right. You know. Right. It does. It's. If they just no, called it like Warner Brothers Max. <laughs> even even if you're know. like no we're getting rid of HBO it honestly, feels like this guy has like a vendetta against HBO <laughs> honestly anything but just Max yeah. would have been good any, anything well, any combination they call it Discovery Max and no oh, one would yeah. have gone there ever True. looking for HBO stuff True. Uh, yeah. but yeah they're going to have to now spend a lot of money so that people are so this gets brand recognition yeah because like you said yeah people who are like oh I used to have the HBO app are these feminine products? Is this a feminine product yeah. streaming service? Uh, yeah, uh, bizarre all the way around. Um, 
I said I watched Harper. Harper's on a lot of uh, noir lists. I don't know. It plays, it's too bright, and it plays a lot. Uh, it has some noir stuff near the end. It's in 1966, uh, Paul Newman. I have a hard time, uh, I mean, he's kind of a wisecracking detective. Um, so it's not really the same style of, certainly what I've been watching. Um <clears throat> But it's very much shot like a 60s TV show. Very bright. Well, the 60s uh, are such an odd decade for movies. Yes, anyway, very. Because, like you said, very. Te- television has become very prevalent by that time. So, I mean... I don't think... And a lot of movie studios were in danger of going under at yeah. that point. And I think they really didn't know what to do. Because it wasn't until, like, the people who's... Like, the Coppolas and all those guys who started getting work in the 60s and really started... Branching out in an anti, you know, studio system in the seventies that like, you can almost like look at any decade and say, "Yep, this is this is the prototypical movie of that decade." I can't really do that for the sixties. Well, yeah, because there's such a big difference between just not even talking style. Well, yeah, stylistically, but just between early sixties stuff and later i mean anything 67 and on is when hey we can do blood now yeah (laughs) and there's i mean even harper has some see harper is in a strange spot uh because it's kind of right on that line Mm -hmm. so it plays if you're uh i've got the the box art up on the screen um and it's just a collage of like different pictures one of a gun and a him punching someone and then just his face and stuff but it's all these and then a a dame and a bikini um But it's all like these pastels and yellows and blues and and reds. The whole movie looks like that. Mm -hmm. And it very much has the... 60s teen surfer music type stuff. (laughs) There's a lot of like parties, dancing party type stuff that is completely unnecessary. Um, I don't need to see them having fun. Um, But the whole movie's like that. And then like all of a sudden it'll be like, not super violent, but for the time, yeah. pretty violent. It's just like, wait, that's not supposed to happen on the Brady Bunch, because that's what it looks like. Yeah. Um, so I was very kind of off. I've never put. even heard of the director Jack Smite. Jack Smite. Well, then Dan, I, you've missed out on Airport Seventy Five. Oh, Airport oh, Seventy Five. He's made fun. movies I've heard of. I was gonna say I was I was ready to make fun of him, but I've heard of this movie, uh, Midway. I don't know what the Illustrated Man is. Oh, it's a Ray Bradbury adaptation. Holy shit, he's made. He's made a lot of Wait, stuff. Wait, what did he, 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 he didn't direct Double Indemnity? No, God, no. Uh, that's Billy Wilder. Did he do a remake? Holy shit. He did. He did a 70s remake with Son of Richard a bit, with Richard Krenna. Krenna. Yowzers. Uh, wow. I don't know what to say. With an average rating of 2.5. Five. And most know. of the yeah, most of those ratings are all down in the two land. <laughs> but he had a lot oh six uh Jesus, there's this can't have many numbers on it. The highest one is thirty oh, no one has seen this movie, that's why. How come I can't oh only two hundred and eighty six people have seen it? <laughs> wow. <laughs> or sorry, have logged it <clears> on <throat> Letterbox. That's actually hilarious. I kinda wanna watch this movie now. Interesting. Uh, so yeah, that was Harper. Um, a bit of a disappointment because it didn't really. It, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Then I watched Good Night and Good Luck, which I hadn't seen since it came out. Um, I gave it a three and a half because, as good as it is, there isn't much movie there. Yeah, there is. If you took out 
all of the, which is very cool, all the actual footage, mm-hmm. like of McCarthy talking and all that type yeah. of stuff. If you took all that out, this, I mean, it's already only like 88 minutes long. Yeah. I haven't seen it since it came out. I remember really liking it, but it's like I haven't seen it since it came out. An episode of television, <laughs> like of actual like yeah. movie. Because uh, it really, it, it's, it, it doesn't, I mean, it covers a very, obviously, interesting time in history, but uh, there's just not a lot to it. Uh, it but it's still very good. Uh, Straight Thing, I think, was nominated yeah. for that. Uh, As Clooney, Clooney. Which Clooney, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, black and white of an actual person. <laughs> They're getting nominated. Uh, but it's it's good. It's certainly worth a watch. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the short run time is, is actually a plus. Uh, then I watched Dirty Harry. It's fine. Uh, but it yeah. is important because you forget, or I guess I had kind of, I never put Dirty Harry as far back as, it's 1971. Yeah. So like, if you put it, because when I think of Dirty Harry movies, I think of the ones that came out in the 80s, mm-hmm. and I just kind of equate them all together. Yeah. That's not the case. You forget this came out as kind of a reaction to the counterculture. Yes. Like, they're like, well, fuck you hippies. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, it is very it, it's a right, it's a right wing <laughs> fucking wet dream. It is very, like you there's a lot of eye rolling in this yeah. movie. But again, <clears throat> for the time it was like fuck yeah, we're not going to let I mean cuz I mean it's it's basically dirty Harry catching the fucking Zodiac killer. Yes. Um, Scorpio. Yeah, Scorp not the Zodiac killer. <laughs> Scorpio. To- totally different guys, totally different. Yeah, um na- if I remember correctly, narratively it's a mess. Like, it's a bunch of good scenes kind of cobbled together. That's exactly what it is. Uh, it's, yes, it is, um, yeah, it, it, it doesn't, it's, it's almost like we want to do this, so let's get there. Yeah. Uh, it's not, it, it's not the other way. how they all go together towards the end. Yeah, I did, I guess I did sort of, I was going to shit on it, but I guess I do sort of appreciate the the fact that they had to let him go because of yeah. <laughs> the means in which he's captured. Dirty Harry <laughs> takes away everybody's civil liberties. <laughs> he, when you get right down to it, he's a fucking terrible cop. Oh, he's a horrible cop. <laughs> and, and we're not just saying, like, he's a bad guy. Like, he's bad at his job. Yeah, like, like w- lawyers, if they see his name on, like, the arrest record, they're like, well, fuck, this one's getting thrown out. And it's so funny how the, uh, I don't know, maybe it's just our, uh, our sissy sensibilities but like they're they're obviously the da is like a weaselly trying mm-hmm. to play him off of them like he's right though i mean yeah. what do you want him to do yeah what do you expect him to do just go no dirty harry says it was okay yeah. like, what the fuck do you want me to do man i can't prosecute this guy yeah you broke into his house yeah and then shot him <laughs> you know <laughs> you should take it to be up for murder what right now dirty you harry. want me to do yeah. Yeah, and that, that's the other thing. When he he's like uh, out in pot at the very beginning with the the first time you hear his dumb little speech, yeah. uh, <clears throat> when he yeah, shoots, like, he's shooting a guy yeah. who is n- like not should not be getting shot. No, and and also just fucking blasting away in the middle of the day yeah. in broad daylight in downtown outside a bank. What the fuck are you doing, man? Yeah, <laughs> like let him go yeah. uh, before you kill a person. Yeah. And then, and and he does literally pull the trigger on the guy on the ground. 
I mean, the idea is he knows how many shots he fired. What yeah. if he didn't? He blew that fucking guy's head off. <laughs> yep. Wild. <clears throat> I know, Wild I, stuff. Well, I keep wanting, one of these days I will do it, because, again, I keep I keep forgetting how many there are, too. There's like five or There's six dirty Harry, yes. Harry movies. Yep. And I know I have, I'm no, I remember the Deadpool more than anything, because that was yes. like one of the last ones. That yeah, was like I remember mid-80s. the mid-80s. I, I couldn't. There's so many others, I couldn't, I can't even name all the titles. Magnum Force. Magnum Force, yeah. The one of them starts with an E. Oh, it's the drowning pool, too. or is it the drowning pool? I can't. I'm gonna no, Google it's search the, them right now. No, it's the Deadpool because it? it's the it's the list of list yeah, of actors Jim or something. Carrey plays the rock star in that one. He's like he the, he's like the actual Rose guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think there's five altogether. Dirty Harry. Movies. What's a good? Yeah, that's Dirty Harry. Movie. Magnum Force, the Enforcer. That's the one I was thinking of. Sudden Impact and the Deadpool. Yeah, I right. totally. I've forgotten Enforcer and Sudden Impact. And what were the are the years right there? Uh, 71, 73, 76, 83, and eighty eight. Uh, and I did uh, kind of go through them on Letterboxd. And yeah, one of these days I'll watch all five because there's box sets. I, I bet I can get oh, a I'm box sure. set pretty fucking cheap. Uh, I got Dirty Harry for four ninety nine, yeah. um, and I think actually I think there is a bundle. There was a bundle oh, for I'm like sure. like twenty bucks maybe for all of them. Uh, the ratings on Letterboxd at least drop off dramatically after the second one. The sec- the first two are uh, oh yeah, right there the dirty the dirty Harry film collection. I can get it on Walmart dot com for thirteen eighty nine. Oh, I can't beat that. Is it DVD or Blu-ray? <laughs> DVD. Pfft. Jesus, don't do that. You can beat that. Uh, after Dirty Harry, I watched Infernal Affairs, uh, the Criterion that uh, you got me for Christmas. Uh, it's very good. It kind of sucks that um, I won't even say I won't even include whether I think it's better or worse, but that uh, Scorsese's is so much deeper. Yeah, like. There's just more story yeah. uh, than there is. That's why whenever I hear the, the complaints about that film winning because it's a remake, I'm like, "There's it's a, a better lot film. more." I mean, Infernal Affairs is good. Yeah. And it's a trilogy. It's meant to be a trilogy. So, but like when you say that, but Scorsese the de- added so yeah, much. The Departed is that entire story, yeah. that entire first movie story. Um, the <laughs> the sequels are both prequels, which is funny. Well, the thing that the the big change that Scorsese made to the end is that uh, the Matt Damon character lives in Infernal Affairs because there is no uh, Mark Wahlberg in. It's currently Dirty Harry's thirty bucks currently. Jesus for the bundle. It's only the HDX. Oh, I don't think there's even a four K. No, but for thirty bucks, it better fucking be four K. Sure, yeah. For twenty bucks, I'd be like, okay, that's Blu Ray quality. Yeah, yeah you got to be bundling for less than five dollars a movie. Yeah, I, do, I don't like I don't like those movies that much to pay six bucks a movie. <laughs> uh, I will say though that having seen uh, having seen The Departed first is kind of like having read the book first mm-hmm. because it was not at all hard to follow, and a lot of times uh, anything that's kind of complicated that you have to read. Uh, or, or anything that's in a foreign language that has subtitles, 
uh, it's very easy to miss stuff because you can only be looking at what, look, sometimes yeah. you need to be looking at the screen and hearing the words. Mm-hmm. And if you're only doing one of those things, you miss stuff. So it was awesome that I already knew what was going on. As soon as I had a, there's Martin Sheen, there's, yeah. as soon as I could do that to everyone, yeah. I was fine. Um, uh, the other interesting thing is that this was 2002. So then The Departed comes out in six, oh six ish. Yeah. Uh, and then another movie that I have said that I had compared to Departed, uh, one of my favorite Korean movies from a couple of years ago, New World, is also an improvement on Infernal Affairs. So, all due respect to Infernal Affairs. Actually, I guess maybe this is the uh, uh, a high compliment to pay that uh, it directly influenced at least two other yeah, it, really good movies. Get over the door. Yeah, so I mean, it led the way to uh, Scorsese Departed, and I mean, if you watch New World, it's very, it's pretty clear that that's. I mean, that's that's kind of the storyline. Um, but yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be interested to watch the sequels. <clears throat> uh, the last thing I watched was Big Sleep. That would be the the Bogart one we were talking about mm-hmm. earlier. The um, uh, Philip Marlowe. I should have mentioned before Murder My Sweet. Uh, both of these movies, by the way, are forties. Uh, uh, Murder My Sweet was forty four. Big Sleep forty six. Both of them were remade in the seventies, which mm-hmm. is kind of interesting. Um, but Robert Mitchum played in both times. That means they're about due again. True, yeah, that's right. Actually, they're overdue. They're overdue, yeah. Um, Murder My Sweet, interestingly enough. So The Big Sleep was just The Big Sleep again when it was remade in like 78 or whatever from Robert Mitchum. Murder My Sweet, the book and the 70s movie are actually called Farewell My Lovely, but they changed the name for the 40s movie Murder My Sweet because the star... Shoot, I should have looked this up beforehand... Uh, Dick Powell, who plays uh, Philip Marlowe in, in Murder My Sweet, he was uh, he was a like a song and dance man. He was known for doing comedies and mm-hmm. stuff like that in the '30s and like so. Farewell, like My musicals. Lovely sounds exactly. Like a musical. So they yeah. didn't want people going to the theater seeing Dick Powell on the poster and seeing Farewell, My Lovely, and thinking it was some. Yeah, it, it, if you just look at that poster, yeah. It's just a guy in a hat looking they at They might woman. be dancing. Yeah, that's a love story <laughs> so we're going to. They didn't want to shock the shit out of people because there's like people die in Murder yeah. My Sweet and they don't want they don't want anyone to have a heart attack in the movie theater if they're expecting some singing and dancing. Uh, but yeah, this was his first hardcore role um, and it started him. He did a couple more uh, noir stuff after this. <laughs> little behind the scenes on Murder My Sweet. Um, but I had actually seen the 70s when I watched that last year. After I watched The Long Goodbye, I was like, oh shit, there's another 70s Marlowe movie. It must be just as good. Mm-hmm. It is not. Uh, <laughs> Farewell My Lovely is bad. Um, we talked last week about... Um, was it Gina Carano? That She always looks like she's waiting for the other person to finish their lines. Yep. Uh, at this point in his career, Robert Mitchum was mailing it in big yeah. time. Uh, I think for Farewell My Love, he was just cashing a check. And that's what he's doing the whole time. You can almost see his fucking lips moving. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, lady, blah, blah, blah. It's it's pretty bad. So I have not watched the 70s Big Sleep. I probably won't. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have enjoyed the 40s things. The kids and uh, Robin are 
I think, pretty over it. Yeah. Because <laughs> that dialogue is yeah, tiring if you're not into it, I guess. There, that's the big difference between the two, is the uh, the dialogue in Murder, My Sweet is a lot closer to Double Indemnity than mm-hmm. it is in uh, The Big Sleep. And again, the whole Bogart thing. And I know it was a style at the time, but it doesn't help that he's got the fucking suit pants up to his fucking yep. armpits, you know, and the tie is like four inches long. It's like a fucking clown. Yeah. He's got horrible posture. He's seven. He's like seven inches tall. He's about seven inches tall. His head is the size of a watermelon. Yep. I can't take the guy seriously. <laughs> but yeah, he is very short. Yeah. Very short. Oh, yeah. Um, that being said, I am looking forward to watching uh, Sierra Madre this week. Yep. Because uh, I, I am having fun watching the old ones. Because you've got to judge them on what, what they are. What they are, and, what they had. And, and what was... What was popular. Right. <clears throat> uh, you had you had a slower week after after your week of yeah. <laughs> like four movies a day. Uh, but you watched some uh, especially new I, releases. Especially since I watched School of Rock twice. Because <laughs> of school. I, I didn't notice that until... Uh, this morning when I brought your whole list yep. up, because I just thought it was still sitting, you know, when you nope. go to the app, watch you can see it, the last it twice. <laughs> no, no, I watch it and then watch it again three days later. Technically, three times, if you really want to get into it. I yeah. watched it three times, but I was like, I can't log it three times. You could, though. Because I had three classes in each class, class watched it, so. Did it take two periods? Uh, about, about two and ten minutes of the next one. Except for one, because one class was able to watch it in study hall, so... They were able to do that, but that film holds up so fucking well. That is like peak Jack Black at the Jack Black that I can stand level. Because he's another, he's one of those actors that like, you know, can really start to overdo it. And you're just like, fuck, dude, just calm down. You know what movie I've never seen? What? School of Rock. Oh, it's great. It really and, is. And I have never seen it for that very reason. What you are describing yeah. right now. Oh, especially because he was everywhere for like four yeah. years he was in fucking everything and and like a lot of guys like him he plays he's he's him he's playing ryan he's, Re- you know, ryan reynolds is playing ryan reynolds genetically so yes uh kevin hart plays kevin hart ryan reynolds plays ryan reynolds and yep. jack black plays jack black yep. um you the only thing, it's a richard linkletter film yeah written by mike white so it's got the pedigree behind it. It lets him be him, but it it gives the situation where he excels at being him. Like he's the only person who really could have played this role. Yeah, and oh. that and for that I'm okay with it. Yeah, um, yeah, it's an enjoyable <laughs> film. I like it a lot. Uh, I should Good message. I should not to step on your list. Uh, I should just go back really quickly. And the Jack Black thing reminded me of it. Uh, I did watch Super Mario Brothers movie, mm-hmm. and I texted you at the time. I said something along the lines of, "Everything good you have heard about Super Mario Brothers is true. Everything bad that you've heard about the Super Mario Brothers is also true. Yeah. Um, it is gorgeous. It is fun. There are references and Easter eggs up the wazoo. Mm-hmm. It's <clears throat> it's a good time. The thinnest of plots. I mean, it's a Mario movie, oh, but you I want mean the thinnest of plots. It is." Paper thin. We've got Avatar the Way of Water. <laughs> That's a good segue. <clears throat> okay, so you watched you watched <sighs> this the day that after leaving here. Yeah, uh, the last time we recorded. Yep. Um, that movie. I don't think I'm gonna watch it. It sucks. I don't. I'll think just throw that out there. It sucks. 
I don't think um, I'm going to watch it. It's the same fucking movie as the first one. Only now... Oh, now we don't need an obtainium. Now we need fucking basically squid ink, you know, type of thing. It's And Jake Sully and his family leave, because again, once again, their entire forest gets fucking destroyed. It's still Jake... I it's mean, still Jake uh, Sully. Still, I mean, uh, Sam Worthington, right? Yep. Okay. Isn't it funny that, like, he sucks so bad, but he's in, like, number two and number four all time... Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> ...box office. It's it's so fucking terrible, this movie. And then they go with their, you know, they go, they escape the force, and we'll go live with the with the sea people. Holy shit, does Zoe sell, how many uh, of the top 100 uh, watch, mojo, uh, watch Mojo uh, yeah. highest of all, t- she's got to be four of the top five? Yeah. Two, uh, two Avatars. Two Avatars and two Avengers? Yep. Holy shit. Yep. If she if she was getting a percentage, she, yeah, she got back end money. She fucking I bet she I would, for this one, but she's barely in this one. She her her job in this one is to fucking cry a lot because they've got like four children, and there's the rebellious teen. I'm already tired. And there's the outcast teen and the sensitive daughter who fucking has like telepathic powers with the sea creatures, and then there's fucking um, Stephen Lang's character who surprising twist before they went on their last mission. They downloaded their personalities to be put into avatars should they die. So he's got, like, all of his G.I. Joe soldiers with him, just in avatar form now. There's there's a fucking Stephen Lang's son, which was left behind on the planet because infants can't space travel. So he's left behind on the world, and he's raised by, like, Jake Sully's family. Um, he's annoying all the fucking time. Um, and there's a lot of conflict between, you know, the sea people and the land people of the Avatar, of the Nefertiti's or whatever the fuck they're called, the Navi's. It's laughably bad. I don't get why this movie did so well, and I really don't fucking get why it got a best picture. I was okay with it at first, because I was like, well, you know, it's the big crowd-pleasing film. I mean, it looks beautiful. It does. But the story is awful. Oh, and Sigourney Weaver's character was put into a thing and somehow still had a teenage daughter that's a Navi that is voiced by Sigourney Weaver, which is fucking weird. Like, it's a teenage kid voiced by Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, I'm tired just listening to it. And then you have I, three hours of this. Oh, I forgot about that three part of it. Hours, and I, I, it's the first fucking story all over again. I take back everything I said about feeling like a douchebag for being. No, this is one you can be a douchebag to. Because again, uh, I don't understand. And the two and a half stars I gave it are all for the visual effects. All for the visual because the story is fucking hideous. <laughs> I respect and, you making that paper. Yeah, and again, it's like the Stephen Lang character is like he's got like the you know hard on for killing Jake Sully, and yet somehow on this vast planet keeps finding Jake Sully <laughs> or Jake Sully. Like he like he kidnaps one of the kids. Like they find the two kids like running through the forest, and they're like, "Oh, you're Sully's kid," because again. Somehow, the avatar that Jake Sully is in yeah. 
is capable of having children. Yeah. Because they, they have, like, four. <coughs> yeah. And there's a lot of those, like, tender father-child oh moments that are just, like, like something you would have written when you were 12. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking god-awful. I do not understand. Especially, like, watching Babylon the night before. Going, how did this not get a fucking nomination? Sure, this, f- this film is a fucking spectacle, and it's nuts. And took but a lot of Jesus, heat. Jesus, it's so much better. And took a lot of heat. Yeah. Um, man. And I hate to be... Uh, refined douchebag aside, I hate to be one of the... Because, like, the big thing online is that, like, you've got your superhero bros that hate yeah. Avatar. I don't want to be that, but, like... You already said it. Like, how did this make so much money? I don't. I don't understand. And like the the the, the water avatar people, they're just basically fucking Maori. Oh yeah, like one hundred percent. And it's like, dude, you could have come up with anything, and you're just like, we're just gonna make them Maori. Um, shoot, what was I gonna do? Oh, I was gonna actually go to that. Where the hell do you see it? I want to see the the Mojo uh, Watch Mojo Top 100 or whatever the hell it's called. Actually, Box Office Mojo Watch Mojo. Have Have they done a, a pitch yet for Avatar Two? They must. Yes. have. I haven't watched yes. it. Do you want to pause and watch? Uh, it? Yes, let's pause and watch because uh, I'm gonna right. bet it's fucking 100 percent accurate. All right, we're back. We watched the honest trailer and the pitch meeting for yep. Avatar, uh, which are both very. Very accurate. Spot on. And they focus on kind of different things, which was uh, interesting. Because I imagine the uh, well, the process for when they uh, write those things is the same. Um, <clears throat> speaking of which, have you do you watch the pitch meetings as they come out? Unless it's a movie I really want to see. Yeah. And then, then I, like, I'll send it aside and forget so about it. the last, uh, for the past maybe two months, <clears throat> he's been alternating every other week. He goes back and watches an old pitch meeting. And then mm. talks oh, yeah. about the pro. I I've enjoyed that. And then yeah. he takes questions and stuff. Because um, I, I and last week one of the questions was uh, how long it takes to record and if he how he records it. And he said it really doesn't take that long. And he usually does writer guy first, just because he has more lines. Yeah. And he just wants to get it over with. And producer guy is easy. Gets mostly just responses. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he so said he knocks it out in about an hour. Which is pretty good. Not a bad career. No. Well, I mean, the rest of it takes... The the writing and the the watching and all that stuff uh, takes all the time. And then the post work. But the actual recording of the dialogue is like an hour. (laughs) He said it's the shortest part of the process. Um, And he does it all in in that little office that you see him in and those things. That's where he does all of it. Which (laughs) is... There's no window. Well, windows that you can see. It's just gray walls. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Avatar. (sighs) I'll say it again. I just don't think I'm going to watch it. I don't think there's ever going to be a time. You are not missing anything. There's never... Robin has zero interest, so it would definitely be a solo watch. Mm-hmm. I'm never... I can't... I just can't picture when I'm going to be like, you know what I want to do for three hours yeah. is watch this movie that I don't really care about. Yeah. Um, and again, you've seen the first one, so you've seen the story. It It's sickening how much of this, this movie has the exact same type of story. It's like, James, you invented a whole other world. 
I think I think part of I think part of my problem with it is how much he has hyped these things up, how ambitious the whole project is, uh, how, the, the the time frame of all of it, letting me like shitting out these Avatar movies for like another couple decades. Um, the fact that they have made this much money that it, it's just it baffles me like. This? Yeah. It's it like, was like 12 years <clears throat> in between like the end of the first one and him starting this one, to make this one. This is the fucking script you came right. up with. This is the in result. In 12 fucking years. This is the result of all of that lead up. With all, of this, all your money. All this future yep. planning. and Yep, this was your idea. All the technology. <laughs> I'm still uh, <clears throat> right in the midst of uh, Arrested Development rewatch, so I'm getting a lot of Anne. So, but like this. This? Yeah. Is what you made? Yep. Her? Yep. I, I don't know. It it, it, it it blows me away. Yeah. I don't... And the fact that, like... Yeah, like you said, the Stephen Lang character will be around for the third one. Yeah, that I don't... For no why? real... Because, again, they, they mention this. He is a terrible villain. Yes. Or bad at his job. He is very, very bad at his job. Yeah. Um... Even on top of that, just as a character, I hated him as a character, and not like, oh, you're supposed to hate him as the villain. I hate him as a villain. Yeah, because he's, it was he's one cartoony, he is so one dimensional. Yeah, it's just awful. And then to bring him back, and then to rescue him again at this one after he's failed twice, and he's going to be back for the next one. Like, why? What do you? Why? Saved Everyone... by the kid, who at one point I'm pretty sure he was willing to murder. Yeah, because he's you know a traitor. Oh, okay. Type sure. of thing. Wasn't he abandoned? Yeah. What do you want him to do? Yeah. And again, abandoned as a baby. And apparently he knew about it. Even though he never mentioned it in the first film that he had a kid. There. You know, on Pandora. Jesus, that... <laughs> yeah, it's it's a fucking narrative. It's lazy, but yet somehow still a mess. Yeah. I will, I will, I will be okay with narrative messes if you're just throwing a lot in there to try... And this you've is... Got, Somehow you made a mess of two ingredients or something. You yeah, know, basically. Yeah, you, you had flour and water. Yeah, and somehow, yeah, you've still come up with nothing. I mean, it could still be messy, but it wouldn't be like pure chaos. Yeah. Like as if you had thirty different things on the floor. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It just it. I, I don't. We're missing something. Yeah. Maybe it's just that we're douchebags. No, I mean, we're not. <laughs> no. We're in, not. The, in this one, we are not. That movie sucks. Yeah. Like even compared to the first one, which I'm not a fan of. Well, it's fine. Uh, the, this one sucks. I am pissed at myself that I dropped twenty bucks on it to, to buy it digitally. I was shocked that you did it. I wanted to see it. <laughs> I did, and now at least now though I know I don't have to ever buy it on 4K. I guess. Yeah. I, I... Maybe. Maybe if towards the end of the year we have a week of school still to go with nothing to do, I'll just throw the way of water on because that will take a week. It'll take like four class periods. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> and it's not just uh, the shitty storyline. Um, just going back to the first one, both the main protagonist and main antagonist were both awful. Yeah. Like, Sam Worthington can't carry a movie. He just can't. No. I'm sorry. I know you really want him to, Especially but he when he's nothing but voice work now. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I know, I know it's motion capture and he's still, still on set. But, yeah. You're not even... You know, you're really, really now relying on his voice work. Right. And it's still fucking flat and emotionless. It's like... You're going to be really good voice work here. Mark Wahlberg. 
Take any of the personality out of Mark. Get the worst parts of Mark Wahlberg's voice work. And we have fucking Sam Worthington. Hey, Navi, how you doing? <laughs> Say hi to your mother for me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, after that, you watch The Whale. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Brendan Fraser deserves every single thing he gets for that film. He's fucking tremendous in it. Also based on a play. Yes. Um, wow, two movies in a row about whales. Uh, <laughs> um, the the whale a whale does play a part though because there's a he's an English teacher he teaches online English yeah. and there's a thematic through line with Moby Dick okay in there um very very well acted all around uh, there's one storyline about kind of a religious church of Latter Day Saints thing that while it's necessary for the narrative you could have found a way around it and not included it at all because it was my least favorite part of the movie yeah but again if you're watching the well you're watching it for Brendan Fraser's Brendan Fraser's performance and that's what you're going to talk about afterwards right. it's just so fuck he's so fucking good in it <coughs> I really have nothing more to say than that I was going to say like what's it about it, it's he's in the very first scene of the movie um, he's jacking off to some gay porn good uh, and the Church of Latter-day Saints guy comes knocking on his door to, you know, try to save, talk, tell him about Jesus. And he's starting to have a heart attack, and the kid kind of busts in and calls 911. Oh, no, it doesn't call 911 because he doesn't want to call 911 because he doesn't want to go to the hospital. But kind of talks him through <laughs> a, a tiny heart attack. Talked him out of a heart attack? Um, and then, like, uh, his personal care person comes, uh, played by, uh, fuck. Name, Hung Chow. Hung Chow. Um, who has an odd... Who has a connection to both the Brendan Fraser character and the church kid that you later find out. Um, and then it's just about him trying to reconnect with his daughter. Because he knows he's going to die. Like, that's like the first scene of the movie. She's like, if you don't go to the hospital, you're probably going to die within a week. Yeah. Because your heart... You are having heart attacks. You're going to die. Um, but he doesn't want to go to a hospital. He has no desire to ever like leave his house. Um, he was once, I won't say skinny, but he was once just a regular sized dude who, yeah. after his um, his gay lover committed suicide, let himself go, and he's never pretty much never left his house since then, and has just done nothing but eat. Yeah. Um, so you know it's an uplifting film, but uh, sounds like a real hoot. Yeah, and then you just know like oh. He's going to die, and that will be the end of the movie. You know, will he get... It will so he, it's kind of got a leaving Las Vegas vibe? Yeah. Will he have enough time to, like, reconnect with his daughter in a meaningful way before that happens? Elizabeth Shue would be the daughter in the <laughs> leaving Las Vegas comparison. Yeah. Uh, interesting. I don't yeah. know if I'll watch it. It's a good film. Yeah. Not one I'm sure I'll rewatch anytime soon. It's the kind of thing that uh, I feel like if I don't watch it now, I never will. Though, yeah, you know what I mean. Like once it feels like once it, it goes by, I'm gonna watch Brooklyn Dan. Yeah, <laughs> Brooklyn is on several yeah. lists. No, and, uh, I mean it's it's uh, Darren Aronofsky, so it is yeah. well directed. It's pretty much you can tell it was a play because it pretty much just takes place in his apartment. You know, it's it's very well shot so that, you know, it looks... It doesn't become stale. Um, but, yeah. <coughs> Better or worse than Mother? Mother? 
Hmm. That's tough because Mother gives you a lot to like really consider about what it's trying to do and what it's meaning. That's more of the because that also pretty much takes place just yeah, in that house, right? Yeah, Mother is more of the we've got four thousand ingredients. Mm. You know, let's see what we can do with it. Whereas the whale is we've got four, but they're fucking good. Let's see what we can do. Be cool if they took place in the same house, the Aronofsky <laughs> house-bound universe. Yeah. Sometimes it's a Jesus metaphor, and sometimes it's just a big sometimes guy. It's Moby Dick. <laughs> yeah. Then I went five days without watching a movie. Yeah, you had Weird. a little gap there. Um, then the aforementioned School of Rock uh, with Bram Stoker's Dracula squeezed in between. Because yeah, I, I got that on 4K. They had it cheap, so I picked up on 4K, and it's fucking glorious in 4K. I have the the sound. Oh, you you start noticing shit you didn't hear before, you know, little little tiny things, and it's just it's a gorgeous looking film. I mean, it's always been a good looking film, but in 4K, it's really fucking good looking. I probably haven't. I I've seen this a bunch, but man, probably not since the nineties. Well, it came out in ninety two, so yeah. it was like you know we were all watching this all the damn time. Oh yeah. Uh, still, uh, Keanu's accent still stands out. <clears throat> but you know what? As a he's, real high he's point. He's not as bad as you remember. I mean, he's not great, but there's just so much other really good stuff going yeah. on in that film that it sticks out. But, yeah, just absolutely. He's using, like, every fucking cinematic technique he knows. I like the, uh, I always like the blood red armor that mm-hmm. looks like muscles. <laughs> yeah. Muscle fibers, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, the costumes in that are really good. I do believe it won Oscars for that. Did it? Yeah, it won like three Oscars. Nothing like, and it was like all the below the line stuff, but it's all like, you know, art design and yeah. costumes and all that shit. All that jazz. Uh, it's not. Not streaming oh, anywhere. It is four ninety nine right now on Amazon. There you go. So I could get it. Uh, uh, yeah. How did I get here? That's oh, I was I was I was already at your list. Uh, Infinity Pool and or Crimes of the Future. Yes, this was the because we've already talked. You also rewatched Portrait of a Lady on Fire. We've already discussed it. I don't want to yeah. talk about it because I still haven't watched it yet, and I don't want to know anything. Yeah. Uh, this was my. Uh, I'm going to do the Cronenberg. Said, uh, you know. Father-son duo. Oh, is Infinity Pool the kid? Yeah, that's Brandon Cronenberg's new one. Okay. Um, the kid. Um, all right. The basic plot of this is, um, Alexander Skarsgård and his and his wife Cleopatra Coleman, um, are it? at like an island resort. It's not a real island. Like the the island is made up. I don't. E- um, but they're there. He's a fi- he he's a guy who wrote a book like six years ago. Never really took off, but he's still trying to write his second book. His wife is the daughter of, like, a publishing magnet. So she is very, very wealthy. And they're at this island resort. And they meet another couple played by Mia Goth and some other dude. <clears throat> Jaleel Lespert? Yep. And they... <laughs> they Yeah, actually, you were correct. Um, they go out, and you're not supposed to... Like, the island resort is, like, encased in barbed wire. You're not supposed to leave the island resort. But they bribe a guy and go out, party... Come back, and on the way back to the hotel, Alexander Skarsgård is driving, and he runs over a local farmer. Whoops. Blocking, crossing the street. On this island, um, any crime where that is a result of someone getting murdered, 
that person, or getting killed, you know, even through negligence, that person's oldest son can gets the right to murder you. Nice. Um, however, if you are rich enough, you can pay the government to create a doppelganger of you, like a clone, complete with, like, your memories, that that person can then murder in your stead. Seems fair. So these rich folk have just figured out that they're rich enough. They can fucking murder people at will. Oh, yeah. Pay to have their clones <clears throat> made. And then have that clone murdered. To the point where, at one point, they're watching the execution of their clone. But then they start to be like, how do you know you're not the clone? Right. How do you know that's not the real you? You're the clone. So they really start fucking with the Alexander Skarsgård character. Because he's just kind of like, uh, in, in parlance, he's kind of like a beta male, you know? Even though he, well, looks, he's, he's even though he looks like fucking Alexander Skarsgård. <laughs> He's very, you know, just meek and mild, and Mia Goth is just fucking Mia Gothing it all over the place. Um, and he's, he's also the only one that's not independently wealthy, right? Correct. So he's also... yeah. Because, like, loses... his, his wife is horrified at the fact that, like, oh, you, you know, uh, you, you murdered someone, and they made a clone of you to murder... Let's get the fuck off this island. Yeah. Only his passport's missing. So he starts to kind of buy into that debauch because, you know, he wants to fuck Mia Goth. Um, yeah, it's... It's it's a... I don't want to say a mind fuck of a movie, but it is. Yeah. But it's also just... He's definitely saying a lot about just the act of... Like, how tourists... How American tourists act everywhere... Um, how we try to, like, the ways we try to bypass the criminal justice system. Well, yeah, and that, <clears throat> you know, that money money not only uh, gets you out of crime, it encourages them. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Uh, it's got a lot to say in some very, very interesting ways. Um, this is only the second movie he, like, full-length feature he's made. They've both been batshit bonkers. Uh, both <laughs> necessitated, an, un, a, you know, a non-rating. The only thing that really sucks is... On the U.S. Blu-ray release, it's the rated version. You can pay to stream the unrated cut on Neon, like the the produce the the you know the producer's website. Yeah, which I had to do because I wanted to watch the unrated version. And now I'm like, well, fuck! Now I want a 4K unrated edition <laughs> of this, which doesn't exist. <clears throat> Whereas Possessor did have an unrated 4K. Um, visually amazing. He's such a strong, strong visual director. Um, but yeah, definitely one of those movies at the end, you're just like, I have no idea how this is going to end, but I just know it's going to really, really fuck me up. Yeah. Either way. And it does. Um, fun movie? <laughs> I think I had fun. I, I guess. Mark? I mean, I really enjoy it. I'll definitely watch it again. Yeah. Um, and then after that. Andrew and I were both in the mood to watch something else really weird. And I'm like, well, fuck, we haven't watched his daddy's newest film yet. So let's watch Crimes of the Future, the David Cronenberg return to his... Because he hasn't done something, like, truly weird in a while. Because he did, like, a history of violence yeah. and Eastern Promises, <sighs> Cosmopolis. Um, See, like, Eastern Promises Madden. is about as far into Cronenberg as I'll go. Yeah. Uh, I can't do the body horror. Stuff. Yeah, oh, see, this is a full-blown 
this is nothing but body horror. I'm all set. Um, in it, and again, this has a lot to say about art and the nature of creation, too. In it, Viggo Mortensen plays him and, um, oh, Christ. Can you click on it so I can remember her name? Yeah. It's the chick from Death Stranding. Um, Leah Sadu. Leah Sadu. Um, <clears throat> they play performance artists. She... This is this is in the future, and humans have humans have pretty much evolved to not kind of feel pain anymore. So he, as a performance, does surgeries on himself. She is a former surgeon who performs the surgeries because he for some reason has now started growing new organs that didn't exist before gross and she will tattoo them internally and then like remove them and he has like an old autopsy machine that will help perform the like perform an autopsy on him to remove the organs in those weird really fucking is this an animal is this organic what is this kind of Cronenberg way yeah I don't like it um, and then you learn that others <laughs> I don't like it have started to have start to get into the is he because another oddly enough Scott Speedman <laughs> yeah of Felicity fame I forgot existed is in this as someone who is he also in like uh, Alias or something is yeah it wasn't Alias but something else along that line I'm sure he's he, in the Underworld movies the film starts with the murder of his son. Because his wife murders his son because his son has is, is just like eating a trash can. Like literally eating the trash can. Because they have started to evolve to the point where they can eat non-organic material and live. Like dirt and stuff? Yeah. Nice. Well, they, they make these little protein bars that are like plastic. And it's leading, it's like a crime to do this because there's a whole lot of, and again, typical Cronenberg, there's like registries and everything has a bureaucracy bureaucracy attached to it. So there's a lot of outsider performance type stuff. Uh, yeah, they use it avant-garde. That's very, that's very good for that. But they're using Viggo Mortensen's fame to try to change a lot of this shit. And you learn throughout the film that like there's a scene of him in a what's called the breakfast chair, which looks like bones that just kind of shakes him about while he's trying to eat to help with <laughs> digestion because okay. he. Because he can't eat well anymore, and it turns out that maybe the organs that you're removing, which you don't see a use for, are actually your natural evolution, so that humans are evolving to eat the things that we can't get rid of, like it, plastic and <laughs> nuclear waste, shit like that. It, rem it reminds me, made me think of, like, uh, 50s workout equipment. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like those things that look um, like they're going to tear your fucking hips off or something. That... Yeah. You should. We should pause so you can watch the trailer. Okay. I, I just want to see your trailer reaction to this. All right, pause. All right, we're back. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to watch that fucking movie. Yeah. There's just no way. Oh, it... it, it I don't know. It, it's it's very much like the old Cronenberg films where I like to say, like, there are movies that give you very confused boners. Like, <laughs> like parts of them are sexy. Like the fly when he's they're, pulling his fingernail Yeah, off. they're sexy. Because, again, Leah Sinu is a very sexy woman. They are sexy and weird and squishy and gross yeah and you're just like I am I am a little turned on and I don't know why and I should probably see someone about this <laughs> I'm a little turned on and I'm really embarrassed about it yeah I'm really ashamed yeah um, it's but it's I I feel like it's one of these films I mean you can just look at the recent reviews four star four star one star two and a half star like I can definitely understand why people hate this movie I thought it was really interesting um, 
it was trying something, that is for yeah. sure. Um, very cool-looking film, a lot of interesting design. I mean, you, you saw the breakfaster chair. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's, again, yeah, just fucking weird. It's not... It kind of reminds me of, like, oh, was it 99? Existence. Where it's not quite as leaning into the weird... Squishy as much as like his earlier like Videodrome or Rabid or The Brood, but the fact that he's like seventy years old and making films this fucking weird is awesome yeah. to me. Like, <laughs> you know, look at look I was at, wondering how old he was because it feels like he was old even. Yeah, well, he lo- he's one of those who he's looked always 50 looked old in like Nightbreed. Maybe he was like thirty five yeah. at the time. <laughs> I mean, he's been making films since the seventies. Yeah, you know, he's. Like, look at, like, Spielberg's career and his career. They've both been making films for roughly the same amount of time. Right. You know. Only, you know, Spielberg is making The Fablements. Right. (laughs) And he's making this. Crimes of the Future. Yeah. Uh, What was the one... And it definitely opened a cool window, because Andrea liked both of those movies. She thought they were weird and... Really? Yeah. So, so I started, I'm like, oh, good, because she hasn't seen, she has seen The Fly, she has seen a couple of the other old Cronenberg films, but she hadn't seen, like, Videodrome, she hadn't seen Naked Lunch, hadn't seen, hasn't seen Scanners, or Existence. So it's like, did you have to read Naked Lunch for Welsh Everman? Oh, yeah, of course you did. Jesus that was like, Christ. <laughs> which makes the movie, have you ever seen the movie adaptation? No. The movie adaptation is more about Burroughs writing the book than the book itself. It ties know, in because... parts of like the book, but it's mostly about it's mostly a biography of well, a kinda... really hyper surreal biography of William S. Burroughs. Kind of has to be because you can't make a narrative movie about that book. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Well, it, it actually does. <laughs> it does in this. It yeah. fucking figures it out. Uh, a, yeah, that actually. I've already got the Criterion, but fucking Arrow just put out a 4K, and I'm like, oh. I kind of want to get that too because it's one of those movies where I feel like there's details that I've missed even with Criterion's Blu-ray. Sorry, I'm looking at my uh, years because um, I was... <clears throat> 1945, uh, I don't know if it was just because the war was ending or what, but there's like no movies for 1945. There's like... Uh, all, if you go like on best 40s movies list, mm-hmm. a lot of times it skips right over 45. So it was a slow year. There's a couple things, but uh, so I'm going to have... Uh, I've been trying to decide how to fill that gap in. Because I'm still trying to fill in my little gaps to go back as far as I can. But anyway, sorry. Neither here nor there. Uh, what was the one that I asked you about the other day that was another movie I'm never in a million years going to watch, but I, I wanted to... Something about a clown. Circus. Something. Oh, shit. Circus. Fuck, what was it called? It was foreign. Yeah, I'm trying to remember too because I del- I cleared out a ton of shit on my phone the other day. So like, your your I deleted your old messages. I don't even think I don't think I think I just mentioned it to you at school. Uh, Last circus. Last circus. Uh I remember seeing an ad for it like forever, not forever ago, but a while ago. Do you want to watch that trailer? Yes. Okay. Pause again. <laughs> So we're back. That's the. Do uh, we watch the trailer to the Last Circus? That looks fun. Don't know what's going on, but no, hey. no idea. <laughs> no care. idea. I don't know if like 
at the end it seems to turn into some clown zombie apocalypse type who knows the other one that I watched, uh, the other clown-centric uh, trailer I watched uh, was from something that maybe you saw. I think it's just called Clown. Yeah. Where the guy puts, the guy on, puts a on a clown suit and it becomes, yeah, that's awesome. I didn't like that at all. That film's good. <laughs> that film was really fucking creepy and good. Did not like that trailer. Mm-hmm. I watched it, though. Uh, yeah, stuff like that is just, I, I mean, I, I, I do not like clowns anyway. But Yeah, it's like a cursed clown suit. Once you put it on, you don't take it off, and you just start kind of morphing into a turning more and clown. more into a clown. Yeah, because he like tries to take the nose off, and he has to cut his Peel nose skin off skin with it. Yeah, it's a good premise, I guess. Yeah, uh, it was executed very. It's been forever since I've seen that, but it was done very well. Was it? Uh, what year was it? God, it's got to be like six years old or so now. Yeah, uh, at least. Yeah, so I got my my clown. Uh, fix in, is that what it's called? Is it just called clown? What yeah. Got too many devices going here. Clown. 2014. Yeah, there it is. Is that also? Oh no, it's not. <clears throat> it's not foreign. Also, right? No, like the uh, the last circus is foreign. This is not correct. Hmm. This is not foreign, correct? I'm no, assuming not this at all. Is, no. Yeah. John Watts. Um, yeah, he... Didn't he? Yeah. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. I forgot, I forgot so, the connection, yeah. So that makes sense. Yep. <laughs> that, you, that you would go from uh, Clown to Cop Car, which you watched last year yes, the year Kevin before. Yes, Kevin Bacon, which is awesome. Uh, to then three Spider-Man movies. Yep. Interesting. Uh, hold up, what's Originally this? it was a short, I think. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All right, good for clown. Um, we got anything else? What else you got? Uh, no, I really don't. Oh, you mentioned last. Uh, I just wrote. I written a note. Um, you mentioned last time you were going to. Uh, you wanted to watch the Waco. Yeah. Netflix thing. It's very good. I watched okay. that last week. Um, <clears throat> I didn't finish the DB Cooper one because it's not good. It's oh, that's too bad. And yeah, cause well, there's a lot less known about DB Cooper because he just kind of fucking disappears. Yeah, and they they do these, they try to fill the episodes with different possible theories, but like it doesn't really mean much because you're all like, well, I know this isn't gonna, I know this isn't the one, I know this isn't the mm-hmm. one. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know, um, but yeah, still still kind of plowing through those uh, Netflix docu series. I love the things that I know that there's an endpoint. <laughs> it's like. Four, four episodes and we're done. Yep. Uh, I don't have to worry about anything else. Um, but yeah, the Waco one was really good. Uh, anything else? Uh, when are we going to do this 70s, official 70s thing? Did we? Did you... Uh, and what do we want to add to that July? list? Maybe July? What do we want to add to that list? Oh, I don't know yet. I've got a bunch I want to add. Because I want to find like a lot of I want to see what's it sucks too because like who knows if something that's available now yeah will still be available right I definitely want to get some of the bigger ones that I haven't seen out of the way but also find a couple of the ones that I'm just like I have no fucking idea what this really is yeah yeah because there's a couple of those on that on the mm. list that I've got going then it's got there's some like very big ones that so I know it's like seen. you haven't seen Dog Day After right that was that's what I've I seen a million times but I'll yeah. fucking rewatch that film all goddamn day I mean um, and the ones like that really I could just watch what I just got, I, I got uh, the Criterion of Straw Dogs the other day because I've never seen Straw Dogs 
And it's a fucking peck and paw with Dustin Hoffman. So that, uh, that just kind of checks all kinds of boxes. Did I not right have that on the list? That sounds. Uh, I feel like I had that somewhere. Maybe I didn't. Hmm. Uh, a lot of these are also either streaming or mm. I have them. I know Capricorn is on Tubi, I think. Last of Sheila, I still never see anywhere. Uh, I've had that on my list since I knew that that's what whatever the Glass Onion was based on, mm -hmm. loosely based on. Uh, <clears throat> and that's never anywhere. Uh, yeah, I didn't have that. What was the one we were just talking about? Uh, straw, straw Dogs. There we go, intuitive website. Shit, where is it? Is it a private list? What have I done here? I did. This is riveting, I'm sure. <laughs> Listen to all this clicking. Listen okay. to you clicking add and yeah. film to a list. Man, everything on the desktop thing takes like way longer. Mm -hmm. You can tell there's no effort put into the website. It's <laughs> just an app-based thing. Tells you where we're at as a society. All right, um, Probably, maybe not next week. Next week's my dad's birthday. Yeah, next week, I'm, I'm getting oh, you're back. Gone. I'm you're getting gone. back Saturday night, so yeah, I will not be able that. to podcast the next no, day. Next day, we'll be recovering Ooh, from being away. Man, that's kind of close too. I'd I'd want two full days. I know. I, I thought about <laughs> that. I was like, oh, yeah, but I don't want to be that that school employee that doesn't right. show up that fucking Monday. Oh year, no, yeah, because there will be a couple. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, we're just going for the three days in the middle of the week, so. It's kind of yeah, four days on like, either end. Fucking fingers crossed, don't let there be any issue with like the flight back. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't want to get back on Sunday. Layovers both times? Uh, yes. Not badly, but a little. A little. On um, the way down one, yeah. I mean, we're leaving early enough in the day. I think we leave early in the day on both of them. So Picking up an hour going out, though. Yeah. <laughs> so that's so, nice. <laughs> So at least, you know, if there are issues, there's still a lot of time left in that day. And, like, the yeah. weather looks great for both days. So I'm not worried about that. Yeah, that's good. that's good. why I never go anywhere, like... That's why going, like, February vacation, I'm like... Mm. Yeah. Because shit oh, yeah. goes bad with right. the weather during those vacations. Yeah, the flight back... Uh, the flight back's going to suck because it's, you're losing the hour on top of the flight time. and Yeah. And we did, we did everything we could to not fly through Newark, so yeah, including like I think we paid like fifty bucks more for a flight that did not go to Newark. The place is a shithole. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's the only time I've ever been scared inside an airport. <laughs> it's in Newark. Uh, all right. Well, uh, then it'll be the thirtieth probably next time uh, when we come back. All right. Bye. <laughs>